You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Yes, welcome back. Real Presence Live. We are grateful to have you with us this morning. We are here live at Holy Spirit Church in Virginia. Mark Cheney alongside you on the radio dial this morning. And... uh, did you know that you can listen to Real Presence Radio and Real Presence Live and any of the daily programs you hear on RPR via our app? Simply go to the App Store on your phone and search for Real Presence Radio. Once it's downloaded, Real Presence Radio is accessible anywhere you are at any time. So if you don't have the RPR app yet, go to the App Store now, download it, and listen to our next interview. It is time for Straight Talk, and Straight Talk this morning with Father Brandon Roberts and Ben Frost. So you can call in now to share how you've been finding ways to uh, share your message of hope and uh, love with your family and your community the number to call in 877-795-0122 good morning gentlemen good morning father good morning ben good morning mark how are you today fantastic it is a beautiful morning here in uh, northern minnesota and uh, it's a great uh, great honor great privilege privilege to be here yes and good morning father great job with mass thank you for for offering mass this morning hey you're welcome it's a great gift to be able to uh Offer the great sacrifice of the Mass, the greatest prayer on earth, um, this great gift that we have as a Catholic people, and to be able to offer that to our listening audience. Um, this is a time where, man, we need to keep going to the Lord and the Holy Eucharist. It's a unique time, um, but it's such an important time that we are turning to the Lord and the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, um, yeah. These days. And I, I like that you said it's a unique time, and I think we all experience that. And this morning, as we're going to be going through our Straight Talk segment, generally, most of you are familiar with, this is kind of our call-in and question segment. But today, we're going to shake it up a little bit. And what we're, what we're hoping to do is to have you guys call in and share some of your inspirational stories of hope during this unique time. And, you know, we, we turn on the news, uh, the radio the media and obviously we see a lot of struggle a lot of challenge and but in the midst of that we're also seeing a light uh, amidst uh, the darkness that's out there and that's what we want today is is if in this time in this unique experience if you've been experiencing the Lord or you have some kind of an inspirational story to share please call us that number is 795 zero one two two uh and we'd love to hear some of uh some of your stories father yeah you know ben um one of the things i i mentioned right away um, to our parishioners when we started um entering into this this time of isolation and not being able to celebrate the sacraments together was was something that that i one of the top three things i learned um and really appreciated from my spiritual director in seminary in that when we face trials and struggles and challenges and we're frustrated, we, we tend to ask the question like, why God is this happening? You know, we might experience a death or cancer or war or the crisis and we can kind of cry out like, why, why, why? Hmm. And so often that why just doesn't have a, a complete answer and it can lead us to some sense of isolation. And my spiritual director would often tell me, you have to be careful about asking that why question and you have to ask where. You have to seek the face of God and seek the presence of Christ in all things. And so no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the storm, the Lord is very near. 
And the why question is kind of can be can in some ways sometimes be rooted in pride, just trying to have answers, as, and we lose the sight of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And during this time, we have to seek His face. So I think this time of of, of calling, I really hope people will share how they're seeing the face of Christ in their families, in their homes, in their spiritual lives. How is the faith allowing them to enter into these times and to draw close to to the Lord, who's very near? Yeah. And again, that number, if you want to call in and share an inspirational story of hope or how God's been kind of working through this, that number's 877-795-0122. And we hope uh, you will call in and share with us. And Father, as, as we're beginning this segment uh, it's interesting to me, you know, in the last few weeks when we started getting a little bit more word of what was going on with the, the virus and um, there was this reality, not only in our diocese, but around our country where, you know, our churches started to close public worship. All of our programs, you know, our Bible studies, our events, these ways that we're connecting with the people, we we had to put them on hold. And, I, and my initial reaction was, Oh my gosh, like our church, we're, we're, we're almost like on hold. How are we going to engage people? But it's interesting to me, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. And in the midst of losing all these programs, in these last few weeks, in the ways that we've engaged people, I've seen more conversion in hearts <laughs> than any of our programs could ever do. So I'm just curious, what, what are you seeing? I know that you're finding ways uh, to engage people through this process. Yeah, there's something stirring. I mean, not something. The Holy Spirit is stirring in the midst of all of this, and, and I, like you, Ben, I remember when this started happening, you and I sitting in my office going, now what? Like, how are we going to do this? And and, and so I appreciated Pope Francis the other day. He talked about we have to be courageous and we have to be creative. And so that's, we, we've, we've tr- we're trying to do that. And I think the church is trying to do that. Priests are trying to do that. Lay people are doing that, that we need to be creative and courageous. And, and what I'm seeing is there's people that are slowing down and really asking some good questions and drawing close to the Lord in faith. I'm amazed. I've always prayed, like, how can we get families to pray more together? And I've preached that, and we've talked about that. And as priests, sometimes you get frustrated, and you're like, we want the faith to come alive in more and more homes. And now I'm seeing homes, like, all over that have got little altars in their homes. They're praying together as families. You know, we're gathering people online in our parish, and and it's spreading where there's people praying the rosary at noon, the Divine Mercy Chaplet at three. We're gathering for night prayer at night. And there's this beautiful momentum where if I would have said, we're all going to come to the church and we're going to pray rosary at noon, there would have been six people here. Now there's 100-some viewers in their homes, 200-some people praying night prayer together, or at least homes, which means probably 500 people. That would have never happened, actually, if we would have invited them to church. But in their homes, they're praying. Now, Now that does not mean that that's the answer, because we need our, our real community. Yeah. Okay, but this is a time where maybe hearts are being stirred, there's conversion, and that will draw them back into the life of the parish in a real beautiful way. So I'm convinced God is stirring and is going to bring a great renewal through all of this. And I want to reach out to some of those people. If you're listening, maybe you're up here on the Iron Range or, or beyond. If you've tuned into some of those uh, masses online, you know, Father does night prayer and the rosary and the chaplet of divine mercy. And it's so beautiful to see as we're, we're doing Facebook Live, so many of you commenting. And we know that God is working. So if you're out there and you're listening right now and you're like, gosh, this, there's been something profound through this process of prayer, I want to invite you to give us a call and just to share 
a minute uh, of that experience. And you can call that number is 877-795-0122. So, so call us now and share about that experience or any other, if you're out there in our uh, listening area, if you have different uh, stories of inspiration and hope, please uh, do call and, and share. That's a way that we can lift one of uh, one another up uh, in this time. So, Father, I do. Uh, what I guess in these last few weeks, like, what have you seen in a powerful way for uh, inspirational uh, stories in your own life? I know you're kind of on the end that you're you're receiving a lot of the the, the people's uh, comments and conversions. You're kind of seeing that at the front line. So maybe you could start us off by sharing some of your experiences of inspiration over these last few weeks. Yeah, you know, the thing that struck me most, at least at least at this time, is man. A lot of dads. Hmm. I, I'm really struck by that. Where there's dads at home praying with their kids right now, and their wives and their families, and I've been getting these messages from from young dads, uh, and that's incredibly inspiring. That I, I think dads are kind of like they're stepping up and they're leading in some ways. And I think often, you know, we as men sometimes like oh, we're not sure how to pray, we're not sure how to lead. And, but yet the church calls us to that in many ways. And I've seen so many fathers that have been sending me messages that, hey, last night I got together with my kids and I tuned in and we all prayed night prayer together. Or we got together and prayed rosary at noon. Or I've heard from different um, wives and moms saying, my, my husband's praying for the first time with us. And so I see like that domestic church, those families coming together and praying more and more together. And that's incredibly inspiring. Um, you know, it's just... And I think too, Father, like that's inspiring for me. I know this uh, this last weekend at Mass, you had preached uh, about uh, one of the dads in our community. Uh, you had heard from uh, a youth that you know you had offered Mass online, and then the dad after Mass was done got up to the family and he gave like a little homily, you know, to, to the kids, just showing the importance of like, you know, we're not able to come to mass and here I am like, in, in, as a part of my household, like sharing from my heart as a father. And so you had, you had shared that, uh, to everyone on, on mass online. And I remember that really convicted me. Like, am I talking that much with my kids? And it inspired me as I was watching mass this last weekend to be like, you know what, when mass is done, I want to share a little bit with my kids. So it's just beautiful to see, how comments and these inspirational stories are actually inspiring other people, including myself, to draw deeper in the faith. And uh, so I know that was really powerful for me. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing how those generations can really support and inspire each other. Because as you just said, now we also have kids now that are responding and bringing family to prayer to their families. And where moms and dads are like, now my kid's asking us to pray. And so now you see these young people kind of being a light those that have been formed in our Catholic schools and our faith formation programs, and, and they're mi actually missing that stuff, and they're hungry for it, and now they're looking for it in their homes, which then is causing the parents to go, what am I going to do? i got to figure this out. Yeah. And now they're trying to find ways to teach their children. So I, I do believe in the midst of all of this, and us kind of being hunkered down in our homes, the Lord is really sending forth so many graces upon families. Hmm. And that, that I just encourage any family that's out there, whether it's a struggle right now, whether it's going really well, whether you're lonely, whether, you know, kids are out of control, maybe it's going really well. But like, whatever it is, know that the Lord has specific graces that he wants to shower upon your family today. And just your, your prayer doesn't have to be perfect. And I think, Ben, you can speak to this. That I mean, you can get together and, and try to pray with your family and there might be kids running around screaming, crying, yelling. But to stay faithful to your prayer, even though it's a struggle, and don't romanticize what other people are doing. Sometimes we can think, 
oh, that family has it all together and mine does not. That's just not true. Every family's struggling. Every priest is struggling. We're having our challenges. But yet we have to remain faithful to the Lord in our prayer. And the Lord is going to bestow so many graces upon us if we remain faithful to him. Yeah, beautiful. We want to hear your experiences uh, during these times. Again, uh, you can call in at one 795 And we would like to hear from you. So. Go I want ahead, to Mike. jump in here, Ben, just a second. I, we, we've talked about, you know, things that are happening internally at our home and the worlds that have changed inside of our home movements. Outside of that, I've heard of, uh, of so many families that have elderly in uh, a senior living facility or, you know, a nursing home that they cannot visit. And, uh, you know, the, the, the stories you hear about the the, the window visits, uh, one side of the window because of the social isolation. And we pray for those families that are going through that. I heard of one family in one facility this week that actually is using the Internet as an app. They're Skyping back and forth to their loved one. And I, I hats off to that facility because, wow, God bless them. Um, amazing because these these folks that are that are isolated that you know have no control are really in a hurt of of, of a world uh, right now so yeah you know I, I just quick little follow-up to that um, those 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of I get sometimes get a little emotional but there my, my sister sent me a picture of her on the other side of the window of my grandma who was in an apartment and man it's just so touching to see people reaching out in this isolation and and finding creative ways to do this because we have many of our beloved elderly right now that aren't able to have those visitors so we have to remember them we have to pray for them and 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 pray that they might know the closeness of the lord during this time so i agree 100 percent. it's it's an incredible to see the creativity that's coming about to try to um help that human relationship um, which is really a battle right now but the lord is near the lord is very near ben you got a question yeah well we had someone uh, write in online and they just want to thank you father uh brandon for uh for your work on facebook and uh so actually it sounds like that person is on the line right now so we're gonna go to the phones and uh hi you're on uh, real presence radio are you with us Yes, I'm with you. Hi, you're with uh, Ben and Mark and Father Brandon. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Um, I wanted to say thank you, Father Brandon, uh, for all that you're doing. I am reminded of the um, canticle Zechariah uh, that I prayed after my curseal. Mm-hmm. And there are many other things that... Um, have been moving in my life through the Holy Spirit, and I just uh, thank you so much for your uh, presentations on online for the uh, night prayer that you did last night, yeah. and you asked people to call in. I live in Hibbing, and yep. I am just so thankful yeah, for I'm you so- and your priesthood. And I pray that God will bless you abundantly and that he will bless our church abundantly and bring more priests into the into the church. And also that people who are not Catholic will realize the fullness of the Catholic Church, that there's so much missing out of uh, other churches that they do not even realize and that they will come into the Catholic Church and that our church will grow and be holy and be pure and be the kingdom of god on earth for people 
Hey, man. Th- <laughs> thank you, know, thank you, you again, Father. Yeah, th- thank you. What's your first name? Carol. Hey, Carol. It's so great. Thank you so much for calling, and I, I'm really grateful. I, you brought up some really important points that, you know, so often I think we see the church under attack, and we sometimes we can get discouraged, but yet in Scripture, you know, we're, we're told very clearly, gates of hell will never prevail against it. And at this time, we're, it's so beautiful that we need to be faithful to the Lord. We need to be a light out there, and we need to bring the faith in its fullness to the people and find creative ways to do that. And, and the truth of our faith and that relationship with the Lord is going to draw people in, and, and I appreciate you sharing that your heart is coming alive in faith. Um, so we're so grateful for the gift of God. Um, thank you for sharing with us and pass the word. Let's keep bringing the faith out into the world. So thanks for calling today. Yeah, I think it's so cool too. She had mentioned uh, in her call that she's been tuning into your night prayer segment. And um, I think that's such an awesome way where, you know, we go through the day and we're watching the news and it's easy to kind of despair. And then all of a sudden at night, you know, pop on and it's, we pray the the prayer of the church, the liturgy of the hours, and you see all these people starting to log on and there's, you could just sense like a deep hunger for communion with one another. And then we pray these prayers in the church. And so I'm just curious, like, what are your experiences, Father, as you hop on at night during those night prayers and you're seeing these people and engaging in their comments? What's your experience been? It's been incredible. I mean, I I look forward to it every night. It calls me on as a priest, actually. I love praying with people, you know, and that gives me an opportunity to pray with the people. I, I, I feel my priestly ministry really alive at that time. Again, I know it's through a screen and it seems very unique, but to think that people are in their homes praying as families and as individuals and that we're teaching them how to pray the prayer of the church. Like, think about the number of homes that have now downloaded the iBrievery app, right. you know, and now we're praying that prayer together and, and we're giving them tools in the homes. And my prayer is, you know, we create habits and routine and that through this time, these people might create routines in their life that they'll actually long for night prayer at night because they've been doing it for the last month. Yeah. And then when this all slows down, maybe we'll continue it. But even if it doesn't, hopefully they've created habits in their home where they'll be doing this more and more. It's not just for this time period. It's to create habits that will last, hopefully, for a long, long time beyond this. Yeah. Now, Father, we talked about your night prayer. And for those that are in our, our, our immediate listening area, we, we're aware of, of what you do with Facebook and other platforms. But uh, those of us that are listening on the RPR network, uh, explain to those about your night prayer, how it works. The, you talked about the iBrievery app. Uh, maybe highlight a little bit about that and uh, kind of expunge on, on that those, those those platforms. Yeah, anybody. I mean, I, I mean, anybody can really jump online um, at 8:30. Um, if you have a Facebook account, um, you can uh, jump online and join me at 8:30. I, I usually just open up with a little reflection on the day, maybe read a scripture, or a, a quote from a saint, and, and just share a few ideas, and then. We we, we, we pray night prayer of the church. Um, it's, it's the beautiful prayer of the, the priests and, and religious all around the world pray. And then we join into that prayer. And there's a great app called iBrievery that has all these prayers that we can pray together. Um, and that's, that's, it's just, and then I, I close a little blessing and thanks for being there. Um, and it's a great, great gift and a great, great opportunity for us to gather. So anytime, 830 at night, um, you can join us, um, through my Facebook page, uh, Father Brandon Moravitz, or you can go to our website at holyspiritvirginia.com, um, or on our YouTube page, we post that as well, um, that you could join us. All right. Again, that number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. If you'd like to call in and, and share maybe your experiences, maybe a, a story of hope uh, and inspiration. And Father, but before we're done with this segment, I did want to ask you because it seems like there's some steam that's growing on. Uh, kind of when it started as a local initiative, uh, but it's this uh, turn your light on at at nine p.m. And I just thought maybe do you want to share with people kind of what what's been happening locally and how that's kind of expanded a little bit? Yeah, I randomly had someone from town send me a message like one of the first days we were asked to kind of slow down 
and stay in our homes and masses were beginning to be canceled. And he just sent me a message. He said, Father, wouldn't it be neat if everybody in our neighborhood at night felt a sense of unity of prayer? And he said, why don't we flip on our front lights and have everybody pray together? Um, And I thought, how cool is that? And so I just gave it a shot. You know, the Lord has called me to be a priest. He's given me a platform. Most of these ideas are not my own. The Holy Spirit brings inspiration to other people. And so what we've been doing is every night at 9 o'clock, I've been inviting people all over, wherever they're at, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, to flip on their front porch light at 9 p.m. and just to say a prayer from, like, just... A quick prayer. It doesn't have to be much, but flip on that light and maybe you see a neighbor do that and there's a sense of uh, uh, solidarity that, you, that you're in this together and anybody can do this, Catholic or not. And then I've been encouraging people to be like an evangelizer on their social media pages where they take a picture of their front light, porch light, and then post a scripture or a favorite saint quote, something that instills hope and confidence during this time. And I'm amazed every night at, at 9 p.m., like at least my social media page is just flooded with pictures of fronts of homes and these beautiful beautiful scripture passages so i really encourage anybody out there maybe tonight flip on your front light take a picture and put a favorite scripture passage or quote of a saint oh that's beautiful and uh just encourage all of you uh to find ways uh to continue to grow in your faith in the midst of all this how can we be a light in the darkness so whether you're inspired to flip on your porch light uh, pray evening prayer and all over our network you know simply just uh listening into real presence radio the uplifting uh, message that we have. It's a beautiful way to grow. Mark? You know, coming up next, Michelle Hacker and her family have been uh, bringing Christ's love to others despite the challenges that we're facing with the uh, novel coronavirus. Um, how have they been doing this? That's a very good question. Stay with us to find out. There's much more to come on Real Presence Live.